the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory, Glory to, to you, you, Lord Christ. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and laying, lying in a manger. And there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth Peace among those with whom he is pleased. The gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise be, be to, to you, Lord Christ. Well, good evening. It's good to see you all. Let me pray for us. Lord, thank you for your word. Would you make the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts pleasing and acceptable in your sight? Oh, Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Let the church say amen. 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 Our hope, it has come. Well, because of the birth of Christ, we have the hope of a new home. We've reached the end of our waiting and hastening of the coming of our Lord Christ. Well, almost. Tonight, we look to a dark sky awaiting a rising sun to welcome the advent of Christ our Lord into our world. With his coming, we are told in all of Scripture that with his coming, all things are made new and will one day be made completely new. So two points for this evening. One, our home, and two, our new home. So first, our home. Look, look in our gospel reading in Luke, Luke chapter 2. Luke grounds in verses 1 through 7. He grounds Jesus' birth in our home. In contrast to the other gospels, Luke has a robust theology of place. And our passage highlights that God comes to dwell among us in a place just like ours. Look, look in verses 1 and 2. Luke grounds Jesus' birth in our home and our world. He mentioned Caesar Augustus and this census, a census that gathers people from all throughout his empire, which Luke simply states as the world, in order that they would register in their own hometowns. So whether rich or poor, slave or free, Roman or not, his census gathered all back to their homes. Luke uses this global backdrop to situate Jesus' birth in a political, economic, and historic context in order to show us that God came down to dwell among us in our world in our home, a place just like ours. But then in verses 3 and 4, Luke goes further to ground Jesus' birth in a particular type of home. 
in a broken household. Look there, Joseph, Joseph's story. Joseph, who descended from Judea, but for some unknown reason lived up north in Galilee, where some thought nothing good can come from there. This Joseph, he had a journey to his hometown with shame and guilt because his fiancée, who joins him, is pregnant, but not by him. But also note that Joseph has to travel 90 miles back home to what is known as the great city of David, Bethlehem, which could also be translated as the house of God. But during this time, in this context, it was occupied by uninvited and external power, Rome. This was the home of great David's greater son who was promised to rule and reign over a global and eternal kingdom. But Joseph is called to this home by Caesar. But then Luke narrows his focus in verses 5 and 7, and he ends up grounding Jesus' birth in a lowly home. He's born in a poor person's home where humans and animals shared the same living space, which was not uncommon in the first century in the ancient Near East. But Luke contrasts the many with Mary and the major with an inn to show us that Jesus comes to dwell in our world, in our broken households, but even more particularly, he comes to the least and to the lonely, like Mary. The text here moves its focus from global power, from household drama, to Mary, a mother without a doula, without a doctor, or any present family and a fiancé who previously wanted to divorce her, a mother experiencing contractions while traveling only to end up swaddling her firstborn baby boy and lying him down in a feeding trough. As verse 6 says, look there, it says, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. But this is the Christmas story. You and I have the hope of a new home because Christ, who's called Emmanuel, God with us, was born in our world, into our broken households, and he came to the least and to the lonely. This is precisely what we hear in our Old Testament passage. There in Isaiah, look, exiled Israel, here's a great promise that God would come to dwell with his people, with them, in order to redeem them, restore their home, and build up a new city. And and through them as his people. Look at verse 11 there in Isaiah. It says, Behold, the Lord has proclaimed to the end of the earth, say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your salvation comes. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. And they shall be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and you shall be called sought out a city not forsaken. You know, one of the trailers I lived in as a kid, it had a gaping hole. Somehow, Moisture and dew from beneath the floor rotted some of the wood, carving a four-by-four opening in the middle of our living room. So cockroaches, spiders, rats, and any creature once blocked would then come into our home. As a 12-year-old boy, it would make the dark of night darker, knowing we had a hole in our home. I remember longing and wanting a new home and thinking no one would want to come into this home. But Christmas tells us that this is precisely where Christ has come. This is precisely where Christ has come to dwell. Perhaps some of you are here longing for a new home. You're longing for a new home on a global scale because you see the violence, you see the corruption, you see the greed in various parts of our world. You long for a new world. Or perhaps you're here longing for a new home on a household scale, in your house, in your family, among your children, your wife, your husband, your parents. (laughs) You have family, maybe you have a family tree filled with division, strife, hate, 
enmity, alcoholism, abuse, abandonment, or perhaps you're here longing for a new home on an individual level. You feel alone, weary, and wounded. I'm not sure what it is for you this Christmas season, but look, behold, Christ came down to be born in a home just like yours, just like mine. He has entered our dark, broken, and lonely world in order to make all things new. And that brings us to the second and final point, our new home. Look in verses 8 and 10. Luke shifts focus there. He highlights a participation between heaven and earth that is unveiled at Jesus' birth. He contrasts a dark earthly night with a bright heavenly glory. Luke is portraying that Jesus' birth has ushered heaven on earth. This is made explicit in the angelic announcement to lowly shepherds in verse 10. Listen, he says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. The long-awaited Messiah has come to the city of David to assume the eternal throne and to make all things new here on earth as it is in heaven. This is why we hear the sudden outburst from the heavenly host praising God, saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. St. Athanasius, he wrote a book called On the Incarnation, and he writes, as when a great king has entered some large city and made his dwelling in one of the houses in it, such a city is certainly made worthy of high honor. And no longer does any enemy or bandit descend upon it, but it is rather reckoned worthy of all care because of the king's having taken residence in one of its houses. So also does it happen with the king of all. This is precisely what we hear and see in our passage this evening. Jesus' incarnation enters our world, our households, our home, in order to beautify them, renew them, restore them, and redeem them to their former glory, but also to their eternal glory. Jesus' earthly birth is a sign of newness, a renewed heaven and earth to come with his second advent, his second coming. It is the foretaste of a new Jerusalem promised in Revelation. Are you here this evening longing for a new home? Are you here this evening longing for a new home? Well, my passage tells me to tell you, behold the sign and praise him. Behold the sign and praise him. With the shepherds, we're all beckoned home to behold the sign of a child wrapped in swaddling, swaddling cloths, lying in a manger, and then join the heavenly host, praising him. Behold the sign and praise him. Behold the Son of God leaving his home, leaving his home in order to make us a new home where sin and death are no more because he died on a cross, rose from a tomb, and ascended into heaven, and is right now seated at the right hand of God, so that you and I could look forward toward the new heaven and earth, where Revelation tells us there will be no more pain, no more tears, no more death. Cancer and hospitals will not enter the new heaven and the new earth. Amen, church? Let me pray for us. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you, Christ, that you came to give us a new home. We pray now that you send your spirit to fill us up with faith, to see and know you more fully, Christ, and to trust and follow you all the days of our life. We pray all this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.